This is the City Place Church Podcast. Here at City Place, we build dreams, ignite faith, and establish leaders that win the lost for God's kingdom. From wherever you're listening, we hope that you are empowered by the message. My wife and I, we uh, preached together and the focus was bring it all into focus. And we asked some questions. And one of the questions was, is what does God want for you? And what does God want from you this year? And then in the second week, we continued on with the thought and God just spoke to us as pastors and said that for our church during these 21 days of prayer and fasting, that God wanted us to experience and carry for 52 weeks of the year his presence, his promise, his prophetic voice in your family, in your home, so you can hear what he's, he's saying and see what he has for you. And then we were going to experience his power. And uh, we are honored that you would be here this Sunday morning to continue this journey. And uh, since we had such a rich time with the Lord, would it be okay if we just opened up God's word this morning? Uh, we're talking about his presence this morning and just uh, I'm going to give you just a little thought this morning and we'll bounce to the rest uh, next week. But I want to say thank you to every single person uh, that came at 930 uh, to pray. Um, it's not by accident that uh, an atmosphere would be filled with the presence of the Lord um, the way it is because we all came in ready to pray. And so if I can be a pastor for a minute, <laughs> don't want the Holy Spirit to leave. Uh, but your being here at 10 matters. Because what happens is, is we come in focused on the presence of the Lord. Y'all with me? That's, that's too much of an ouch moment. The reason why we're experiencing these moments is because we're here and we're engaged and we're looking for his presence. And so I want to encourage us to continue this for 52 weeks of the year where we're like, God, what do you have for us? Because you and I play a part in the atmosphere that's set. You're not mad at me, are you? Okay. You matter. You matter to what God wants to do in our church, in your home, and on the earth. And we're not just here for us, City Place. We're here to impact our current community of Vista Lakes. We'll impact the community we're in when our, when our building is complete. Come on, y'all. When God shows us, it's going to happen. And then we're going to impact our city. God has us here for a reason, and you play a part in that. And so we invite you to take this amazing journey of where God is taking our church in the month of February, we share the vision for the church for, for the year, for the focus, the statement. We, we download what God has already done, and it's going to be a powerful and impactful year. So I honor you for being in his presence this morning and coming charged and engaging in the presence of the Lord. And so we're going to lean in just a little bit more. Can, can we turn up the lights a little bit so everybody can see? There's some message notes on your seat if this is your first time here. There's a connection card. we love for you to uh, complete that, uh, just letting us know you're here if you have a prayer request. Um, I also want to say thank you to every person that signed up to take one day of prayer and fasting. I think we have like three days left that you all can sign up for. What we asked last week was that everyone would take one day on the calendar 
during the month of January and the, the first week of February to pray and fast on behalf of City Place Church. We ask you to cover Ty and I in prayer, the leaders of, 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 of our church. We ask you to pray for those that are going to come in the City Place Church and call City Place home during this year. And then that God would send laborers for his harvest, dream teamers to help push the vision forward. And then the third thing that we ask you to pray for is that God would bring about this year, this season of our life, uh, kingdom acquisition. That's our campus that God would have the resources there, the location and everything we need in place. And so there's about three days left. There'll be a calendar out there that we would love for you to fill in. I, th- I think it's like three days in, in February that we would love for you to fill in just to pray for those three things. We feel like there's going to be some breakthrough moments uh, this year. If you have your Bibles, go to, uh, let's, let's, let's jump right in. Go to Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. Last week, Pastor Ty preached an awesome message. We prayed, we prayed through the trip method this morning, uh, just giving God thanks and uh, having a heart of repentance, interceding on behalf of our church and for you. And then Benny prayed during service uh, for the needs of this house and thank God that there was an atmosphere set for those of you who are walking out here uh, with a miracle, uh, an answered prayer for what God has for you. And so Luke chapter 5, verse 12 says this, I'm going to read, I'm going to pause, I'm going to jump in. And then we're just going to, we'll give a couple of thoughts and we'll move on. Uh, we'll have some stuff for next week. Luke chapter 5, verse 12 says this. And it happened when he, just as Jesus, was in a certain city. Then behold, a man who was full of leprosy saw Jesus, fell on his face, and implored him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then he put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing. Be cleansed. Notice that Jesus is present. The man asked him, are you willing? And Jesus says, hey, listen, I'm right in front of you. I will meet you. And immediately, somebody say immediately, Immediately. the leprosy left him. And he charged him to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priest and make an offering for your cleansing as a testimony to them, just as Moses had commanded him. However, the report went around concerning him all the more, and great multitude came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. Verse 16, watch this. So he, he, so he himself often withdrew into the wilderness and he prayed. Pause right here. Taisha asked a question last week, does prayer matter? Somebody say yes. yes. Jesus himself, the Bible says, pulled away by himself to pray. The savior of the world prayed. How many of y'all agree that Jesus, if he really wanted to, didn't need to? He's Jesus, right? But Jesus models everything that he would ask of us first. But Jesus was also walking in human fleshly form, and he still knew that he needed to have consistent dialogue with his father. He didn't want any moment of flesh or void of power. He knew that he needed constant dialogue because he needed his father's vision and word for every step that he was going to take on the earth. Are you with me? So the Bible says that he pushed aside to a place where only he could pray. So does prayer matter? Yes. In fact, uh, Pastor Ty mentioned this last week in what was a punch to my face. She said this. It would be arrogant of us to lead a life void of prayer. I realized that Jesus had the same point. I'm here. Why would I disconnect from the father? Just to fulfill purpose when I can stay in constant dialogue with the father. 
I realized that Jesus was a person of prayer because we find him praying in the garden right before he dies. We find him teaching about prayer in Matthew chapter six when the disciples said, can you teach us how to pray? We see Jesus praying early in the morning in Mark chapter one, verse 35. And then in Luke chapter five, we see Jesus moving away to pray. Jesus was a person of prayer. Jesus was also a person of fasting because the Bible says that right after he was baptized, he went into the wilderness fasting and praying. And there he was tempted by the enemy and he was endued with power from the Holy Spirit, walks out with even greater power. So Jesus was a person of prayer and fasting. So as we're seeking Jesus this this month, we're also realizing that Jesus sought the father at the same intensity that we need to. So does prayer matter? Yes, it does. So write this down. It may or may not be in your notes, but write this down. Fasting produces power. The power that we need. Matthew chapter 17, we've been reading it. Jesus said this. He says, um, this kind only moves and shakes through prayer and fasting. The disciples had been praying for somebody and nothing happened. And the father brought the son to Jesus and Jesus says, let me heal him. Padow, heals him. The boy moves away clean. And the disciples said, well, why didn't that work for us? We did everything you told us to do. And Jesus says, hey, but you have a missing element. You, 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 you have one level, but you haven't given all. And he says, if you want to experience this level of power, you have to go at a greater level of God's presence. He says, so you're going to have to set aside the fleshly gratification so that you can see God move in the spirit. See, if I can tell you this, we've been saying this for the last three weeks, is that everything in the kingdom of God starts first in the spiritual. Then we experience it in the natural. It doesn't go this way and then this way. I have a tendency to move in the natural, hoping that it moves next in the spiritual. God says, no, start with me and then watch it flow to you. So Jesus was a person of prayer. Prayer must be our first response, not our last resort. If you've been here any period of time, you've heard us say that before. It's not reactionary. It's a part of us. Prayer is a part of us. Jesus lets us know that prayer was a part of him. I'm going to pray. I'm going to spend time with dad. Let's keep going. Luke chapter five. Verse 17, let's keep going now because I paused in the middle. Now what happened on a certain day as Jesus was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea and Jerusalem. Watch this now. And the power of the Lord was present to heal. Same chapter. Jesus heals the the leopard uh, man, leprosy man. And then it goes on to say that there's teachers of the law sitting around Jesus, and the power of the Lord was present that day for every person. Are you with me? So watch now. When Jesus is present, he starts it off with dealing with the leopard man, the man with leprosy. But when we continue on in Scripture, it says, and the power of the Lord was present for all of them. This is good. Watch now. Jesus comes for your request and desire, 
but he's so powerful that the presence of the Lord is here for every single person today. That's how amazing Jesus is. Let's keep it. This, let's keep going. Then behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they had sought to bring in and labor for Jesus. And when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went to the housetop, let him down with his bed through the tiling in the midst before Jesus. How many of y'all would be cool if uh, me and four guys from the man cave ripped open your roof during small group? Y'all be okay? If y'all hear click, clack, click, 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 clack, clack. And I'm like, hey, y'all got a powerful group. That's what's taking place. The power of the Lord was so present in that place that they needed to bring somebody from the neighborhood to that place. They knew that Jesus wasn't just the healer of that place. They were so intentional about getting the man to where Jesus was because it was in that place. That they just said, we just got to get him close to Jesus because there's the power present there. On your job. The power of the Lord. Is present. To heal. In your classroom, the power of the Lord is present to heal. When you go to the doctor, because you walked in, even though you're the one with the negative report, the power of the Lord is present. To heal. Y'all trending with me. Oh, man, this is so good. Verse 20. And when he saw their faith, he said to them, man, I don't know if he said it like that. Man, your sins are forgiven. Pause. Whoa, 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 Jesus. I'm sick. What you talking about, Willis? Old school, different strokes. Whoa, 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 Jesus. Wait a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait, wait a second, Jesus. We ripped off the roof because he can't walk. The power of the Lord is present to heal. Not just your symptoms, but the root. Jesus says, oh, you about to get all of it. You're going to get the healing. Watch this now. But I'm going to deal with your spirit and your soul. Because if I deal with your spirit and your soul, then I change your life. So then when you walk with the natural thing, you don't just feel like I got mine. I'm out. That's the reason why uh, we, had, we, we prayed for people here. We worship. And then God had a crazy moment in the middle of the service without a message to go salvation now. 
The power of the Lord is present to heal. That's the reason why we say, Jesus, you got to heal us however you see fit, right? Some of us need healing in our soul, in our spirit. Others, we're just lame. We, we feel like we've been stuck. The power of the Lord is present to heal. And Jesus like, watch this here. I'm going to start with his spirit and his soul. Your sins are forgiven, my man. But, but I, thought, I thought we were ripping off the roof of the small group because he couldn't walk. No, 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 no. The power of the Lord is present to heal. Watch how I do. Let's keep going. So when he saw their faith, he said to the man, man, your sins are forgiven. Look, look at the religious people. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, who is this man right here who speak all this sort of blasphemous stuff? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thought, he answered them and said, why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier? Your sins are forgiven or rise up and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. And he said to the man who was paralyzed, I'm ignoring them. Grab your bed and walk. God has promised us these 21 days, his presence, his promise, the prophetic moments, and his power. I realized that those were all in those scriptures. The man with leprosy, if you're willing, will you hear me? I'm here right now. I am present in this moment. Of course. Ta-da. I am willing to heal you right now. That's my promise to you. Here you go. Promise fulfilled. Go ahead, man. Show yourself to the priest. Everybody's going to see you differently by the time you get there. Go ahead and receive that prophetic promise. I promise it to you. What you just experienced is the power from on high. Let's keep going. Story goes, Jesus says, hey, I'm coming to your small group. This is the reason why you got to sign up for a small group. They kick off in February. The presence of the Lord is not just here on Sunday morning. The presence of the Lord is in our city groups. I'm just telling you. So he, he, he says, I'm in the house. Some friends say, oh, Jesus is at the house. Um, all right, I need, I need James. I need Benny. Give me, um, give me Joseph. Um, give me Miguel. And then we need to grab one of the guys from the neighborhood. We need to bring them to small group. Jesus is there. Cool. We get there. Hey, y'all got room for four and a half? Including the the bed. Nah, man, sorry. Meeting closed. Nah, 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 nah. Here's what we do. Let him in. Nah, man. Meeting closed. All right, fellas, here's what we're going to do. We'll deal with it later. <laughs> this man needs to encounter Jesus. How often are we desperate for others? Are we desperate for others to the place to where we'd rip off the roof so that they can encounter Jesus? Or are we comfortable just being in our own surroundings? So they pull him up. They pull him up. They rip him down. And Jesus goes, I'm right here. You're healed. Everybody's religious. He goes, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to deal with your sins. I'm going to heal your body because I said so. He's present. His power's there. He gives the prophetic moment like I'm going to deal with your sins right now. And then he looks at the man in a prophetic way. He goes, take up your bed and go home. If the man doesn't respond to Jesus's voice, he's still there. 
Healing is available. The power of the Lord is present to heal, but he has to respond to the prophetic moment of Jesus's voice to experience his power. And here's just a couple of thoughts that I wrote down and we'll finish next week. Can we finish next week? I wrote this here. Don't take this lightly. Title of the day's message. Don't take these moments lightly. Don't take 21 days of prayer and fasting lightly. Don't take the time that you have with God lightly. Don't take the fact that the power of the Lord is present to heal lightly. Because one moment in his presence changes everything. Remember we said earlier that when you have an encounter with Jesus in his presence, it's unscripted. You don't know what's going to happen, but I guarantee you, my man, when he got up out the bed, had a story to tell for a long time. How many of y'all would have told? I would listen. I would tell that story. You, you, you'd hear that story every time I saw you. Listen, I was laying down on the bed, right? I've been in the bed for a long, long time. Listen to this. No, 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 no. I know you're looking at me now. You're probably like, hey, aren't you the guy that was in the bed? No, let me tell you the way it really went down. Don't be listening to what everybody else said. Listen, I was laying down and then four of my friends came and picked me up. I said, why y'all picking me up? Y'all know I won't go nowhere. I ain't gone nowhere in a long time. I've been laying here this whole time. Look, y'all, y'all crazy out your mind. I ain't going nowhere with y'all because last time I was with y'all, I got hurt. I'm not doing it this time. Listen, so y'all dragging me out here. I'm I'm going over here. Y'all taking me over here. We get to the door. They knocking on the door. I say, listen, guys, I told y'all I ain't want to come nowhere. They keep knocking on the door. They like, we're going to put you up on the roof. I said, y'all must be out your mind. <laughs> y'all, who look, look, I can't help you. I cannot help you. They look, look, like I'm about falling off the mat, falling off the mat. But they're like, no, 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 no. We're going to get you to Jesus. I'm like, put me down. Put me down. I done told you. You done caused the first accident. Now you're trying to cause the second accident. Put me down. Then what happened is they got me up to the rooftop, ripped off the thing. The craziest thing happened. The dude that was at the bottom. Changed my life. And then he healed my body. Y'all better listen. The room was packed. But that dude's power was present that day. Oh, yeah. So everybody out here that's lying about my Jesus can shut up. See, when we experience his presence, when culture is squeezing in and saying that God's standard has been modified, the roof was ripped off of me. Whatever you say can't change my mind. Because one moment in his presence Changes everything. Can I prove it? Just listen. Exodus chapter 3. Moses, take off your sandals. 
This is holy ground. Exodus 33, the Lord spoke to Moses face to face. Exodus 33, 14, I want to see your presence. If your presence doesn't go, I'm not going anywhere. Exodus 34, 5 and 8, and the Lord descended in a cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed before him and and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in goodness and in truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the fathers to generation and generation. And Moses made haste and bowed his head and worshiped. Moses was like, I saw your glory. I took off my shoes. I experienced your presence and I wanted more. I needed your presence to go with me and I wanted more. God, you showed me your presence and I want more. One moment in his presence changes everything. But I also wrote this down. Watch this. His presence should create an addiction. His presence should create an addiction. Moses has one moment with God. Take your shoes off. Okay. Wow, I'm in your presence. He is so hungry for the presence of the Lord. All of his days to where he's like bold enough to say, show me your presence at a greater capacity. And do you know what God does? Shows him. The presence of God should become an addiction. That's the reason why. You and I can't just use, and it's cliche, we all use it. His presence is here, 100%. But when he's here, changes everything. That's the reason why Pastor Ty and I, when we're talking to the team, we do our best to make sure that we never put our moving forward as a church in neutral. Because we just don't know what he's up to tomorrow. with me we never know what he's up to tomorrow so do you know what we're constantly doing we're pushing into his presence to find out more about him i can honestly tell you uh, in this building it will take you from now until eternity to discover who he is so if you go oh i know him i know him you know him at the current level of your life but there's even more changes everything. So do not take it lightly. So let's finish. The Bible says that the presence of the Lord or the power of the Lord was present to heal. Can you imagine the impact on the man but also his friends? Can you imagine the response that he has to them after the fact? Like, bro, Object lesson. Can you imagine? Man, I might be able to take you up on the roof. All that stuff I was telling you about. So like, thanks. You stood in the gap for me. When I fought you, you prayed for me. When I didn't want no part of the Jesus talking about, you were there. You were the one that held on when I was ready to give up. 
This is why City Place Church, we're doing this together. This is the reason why we're saying, let's come together and pray. You have another opportunity to pray with us on Wednesday morning. What would happen if we said, God, we're pursuing your presence? There's a promise. There's your prophetic voice and your power is present to heal. What if we go together? Will you bow your head? I'm going to give you one, one more opportunity. Maybe early on you were a little nervous about saying yes to Jesus. I want to give you this opportunity to experience the presence of the Lord through salvation again. We're at the end of our service. I just want you to know that you're not by yourself. You walked in here, maybe you, you were doubting if God is real, but maybe it took an extra 25 minutes for you to hear that Jesus is present for you. And he wants your life. He looked at the man and said, your sins are forgiven. He deals with the spiritual and then he deals with the natural. Remember we said everything in the kingdom starts spiritual and natural. So we have a second opportunity for you to say yes to Jesus today. Your heads are bowed, your eyes are closed. You say, Damon, I'm ready now to give my heart to Jesus. If you raised your hand earlier, you don't have to raise it again. You said yes earlier. No one's looking around except for me. You say, Damon, yeah, I'm giving them all. One, two, three, raise your hand. City Place one more time. Say, dear Jesus, I thank you for this day. You are Lord of my life. I accept you as my Savior. You died for me and you rose again. And today you're mine. In Jesus' name. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe. And you can share with your friends. Take a screenshot, post on your social media stories, and tag us at City Place Church.